Welcome back to another episode of Lady You're Scared. It's fine. I'm Hillary. I'm Taylor. And I'm Marisa. And you know what? So, I, I I was thinking, I was like, we we need we need something a little different. We've had these stories that are just like brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. need something we different. Some brutal we ones, need yeah. a story that maybe has I mean not a, a little pep. A little pep. A little <laughs> pep. A little like pep. Like a ghost boyfriend? No. No. This is, oh my this god. Is serious. Sorry. Side note. I was watching something on Instagram today with an interview with a girl who has an alien boyfriend. But she has a blow up alien right. doll that just is there in his stead because her and her alien boyfriend actually just communicate telepathically. All right. Was that my Instagram page? It's possible. Okay. <laughs> no, this is a serious one. Okay. So I I initially heard this. Well, I wa- it's an episode of Your Worst Nightmare. <laughs> and I watched it a long, long time ago. It's like on iID Dis- channel or Lifetime or something. Yeah. yeah. I watched it a long time ago. And then something, I don't know what happened, but I thought about it again the other day. And I was like, you know what? That story was cool or weird. Like, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to tell... Jennifer Holiday's story. Jennifer Holiday. Hmm. I okay. like that name. So you hate I, it? I like it. Oh, why? Because the last name's Holiday. I guess so. I mean, it's fun. It's like a fun name. Holiday. Marisa Holiday. <laughs> Super fun name. Like That's Jennifer. That's gonna be your new when you go to the hotels now. Whenever I was uh, Jennifer. Oh yes, it's gonna be my alias. Anyway, I like her already. On May 29th, two thousand and five. Jennifer Holiday and her 18-year-old cousin, Anna Franklin, stopped by a gas station in Lufkin, Texas. Jennifer was a 27-year-old EMT and had just picked up Anna from a babysitting job. They were super close. It was past midnight, and as they were on their way home, Anna was like, hey, I want to get a snack. So they pulled into a gas station, and Anna went in, got her stuff from the gas station, came back out, got into Jennifer's Ford Explorer, and they headed down the road. So they're on this long, dark highway. Suddenly, while at a red light, a truck pulls up beside Jennifer's car, and Jennifer said that she heard the loudest bang she had ever heard in her entire life. She thought that another car had come up and sideswiped them. Okay. But then Anna started screaming and pointed out that Jennifer had been shot in the arm. Oh, shit. So someone pulled up beside him, shot through the driver's side window, and shot through Jennifer's arm. The truck sped off. The girls called 911 frantically and told the operator that someone had been shot. Another reason I like this story, we got a good operator. Oh, good. good. Thank God, because I time, can't take another We got a Jeez. badass operator. Because the next one that I find, I'm, I'm fucking looking them up. Uh-huh. And I'm going to call them and ask them stupid questions. Well, Stephanie Davidson. <laughs> yeah. Was their nine... <laughs> Stephanie Davidson was their 911 operator, and she took the call. She tried her best to calm the girls down so she could get their location. But as she was talking with the girls, she heard them start to panic again. He's coming back. Oh, shit. Now, tell me again when this is. 2005. It's like okay. mid after midnight. Okay. Highway. In 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Texas. In Texas. Yeah. Got it. So she hears him say, he's coming back. Fuck. Then she heard screams and the cell phone cut out. God damn it. So Stephanie tries calling him back. You know, because yeah. hello, mm-hmm. and got no answer. But she's also trying to call back because she still didn't know their location. She was able to, I don't know how, I guess, I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Like when you call and location and all that. But she knew like a broad area of where the girls were. So she just dispatched an officer in that way in hopes of maybe he'd come across mm-hmm. whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. 
So back in the SUV, Anna is screaming and freaking out. And Jennifer is just trying to tell her, just calm down. Just please stop screaming. Please stop screaming because she is flipping out. Mm -hmm. So the man walks up to the vehicle and the driver's side door is flung open and the man fired his shotgun again. Anna was struck in the head and then he grabbed Jennifer, pulled her into his truck and started driving. Fuck. So meanwhile, Mm. Stephanie Mm. Davidson is desperately trying to locate the call. That's the operator. This is giving joyride. Mm Mm-hmm. Candy, 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 candy. Um, Stephanie's still trying to find that call. She still only had like a general area, but finally, somehow she was able to get a ping on a more localized area of the highway. So she dispatched more officers. Officers pulled up to an abandoned vehicle in that area around 4 a.m. They found a gun by the vehicle and Anna inside, but they noticed that the driver was missing. Was was Anna dead? Fuck. Shot in the head. Yeah. So after, oh, yeah. Oh, after driving rifle. After I think it was like a shotgun. I mean a shotgun. Oh, Jesus. After driving some ways, Jennifer noticed she was in like a super rural area. Like there was nothing around. Then suddenly the truck pulls over. She's pulled out of the truck by her captor, kind of drug into the woods, and was sexually assaulted. After assaulting her, she said something like odd happened. All of a sudden, her captor became like super concerned. He turned around and was like, oh my God, you're, you're bleeding. What happened to your arm? Oh my God. Oh my God. Like you and Jennifer was confused because this was like a rapid mood shift. But then she was like, let me, let me see what, if I can, mm-hmm. what, what I can do with this. Mm-hmm. So she told the guy that she had been shot and he was like, what the fuck? And she said, yeah, yeah, I, I was shot by that guy. Didn't you see him? That, that guy, John, he shot me. He was, he was going to just leave me here, but you found me. You found me. You saved me. And you were going to, you were going to help me. You were going to take me to your house and let me use the phone. So she's telling this guy, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm glad. My I'm, hero. Yeah. Yes. Thank God you're here. And the man stood there for a minute and Jennifer continued, you, you got to take me to a phone or a hospital. Like I'm losing a lot of blood. Your, your house is close by, isn't it? And the man's, the man's like, Yeah. And then they used his shirt to make a tourniquet for her arm, you know. And then Jennifer said, so why don't you take me to your house so I can use the phone to call an ambulance? And the man agreed. So they go to the man's house on Durham Cemetery Road. And Jennifer noticed like that it was, again, super rural. You actually had to turn into the cemetery to get to the man's house, which was like an old trailer setback in the cemetery. Wow. And this whole time, Jennifer was terrified that her captor would like snap back into reality at any time. So to try to maintain the current mood that was going on, Jennifer just kept praising her captor. Thank you so much. You're, Mm -hmm. you're, you're my hero. Everybody's going to call you a hero. Thank you so much. From what I read, it even got to the point where she was like telling him she loved him. Mm. She was just really, she sounds like a really smart girl. Yeah. All the while terrified that he was going to snap and kill her at any minute. Again, she started saying, Hey, I'm bleeding a lot. I really gotta, I gotta use your phone. I gotta call an ambulance. I gotta get help. And the man finally agreed because he had been hesitant, but he agreed under one condition. He said, you can call an ambulance, but no police. No police can come. Sure. And she said, yes, that's fine. That's fine. She couldn't believe it. Like, this is the man that shot her and her cousin, and he's letting her use his phone at his house to call an ambulance. So she dialed 911, and Stephanie Davidson answered the call again. Damn. So she got the same operator. Jennifer told her that she had been shot and that her arm was basically in half. And she said, the the man right here that's with me, he helped me. So I'm right here with this man. He helped me. And Jennifer heard the operator, Stephanie, say in the background, I've got another gunshot wound. 
like she was saying it to whoever was around her. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer quickly began saying, hey, no, same one, same one, same one, mm. same one. And Stephanie said, what do you mean? And Jennifer said, it's the same one. And Damn. Stephanie realized, okay, this is, this is the driver of mm-hmm. the car that everybody's looking for. Shit. So she caught on. She was like, oh, shit. And it was like, like I don't feel like I would be this. Yeah. But think yes. about this. She's a paramedic, isn't she not? Yeah. She's oh, so, so she like, probably works well in she's stressful situations yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, her arms in half. Right. right. Yeah. Adrenaline. So Stephanie. Women are awesome. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so then Stephanie asked to speak to the man that was with Jennifer. And kind of reluctantly, Jennifer gave him the phone. And Stephanie, again, was intuitive enough to think, hey, this guy may, the guy that she's with may actually be the guy that did this. Mm-hmm. So she stayed very calm and you can hear the phone call. He answers. He says, yes, ma'am. Like wow. they had the 911 calls and he's just, yes, ma'am. And Stephanie asked for directions to get to his house. And she stressed like, Hey, she needs an ambulance. Really? We need to get your friend an ambulance. We got to, your friend is in trouble. We got to get her an ambulance. He gave her exact directions down to a T. She said, you go down Durham Cemetery Road. It's the house on the right, like wow. precise directions. Then Stephanie asked to talk to Jennifer again. And then you can hear him say, oh my God, you're bleeding everywhere. Like you can hear him in the background on the call still like, oh my God, yeah. oh my God, you're bleeding. And Jennifer said that this whole time, she said she, it was like she had to keep him calm. She's like, here I am like right. fucking dying and mm-hmm. I'm having to keep the person who did it to me yeah. calm. Yeah. Right. That's insane. And the person that just murdered my yeah, cousin. having to keep up this roof right. the whole time. <clears throat> wow. And the whole time she's still, thank you so much. Like... You're the best thing that ever yes. happened to me. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Um, <laughs> great. So Jennifer gets Love back you. on the phone. Jennifer gets the phone from him and Stephanie says, okay, I'm just going to ask you some yes or no questions. Is this man your friend? And Jennifer says, no. And Stephanie says, is he the one that shot you? And she says, yes. And she said, do you know his name? And Jennifer said, no. So Stephanie told her that she had police on the way. They're on the way. They're coming. But it's going to take them 40 minutes. Fuck. <laughs> Like, can you imagine hearing that? The ambulance too? Yeah. Cause they're in, they're so out how, in the middle. But that makes it. Okay. So how much time has passed since she's been bleeding? Oh, she should just have them take her to the hospital. I mean, they did make a tourniquet. Remember they use a shirt, but made a tourniquet and she's an EMT. So but she it's, probably, not even, it's not even just yeah. that. It's the fact that what if at any moment he snaps back? Like what the fuck is going on? Do we find out what's going on? Okay. They're no. just in this super remote area. But Stephanie's like, I'm going to stay on the phone with you the whole time. Like, okay. I'm, I'm going to stay on with you until they get there. So, and she started asking her about her injuries, trying to get more information. But Jennifer kind of starts panicking and just starts saying, is she dead? Is she dead? Please tell me, is she dead? And all Stephanie could say was, ma'am, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't know. She was like, I know that they took her to the hospital, but I don't know. And she said, Jennifer kind of started to spiral. Mm-hmm. And then she had to like reel her in and kind of get Jennifer to focus back on herself. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, just stay calm. And again, the whole time, Jennifer's still talking up, talking up her captor. Thank you so much, sweetie. You're so amazing. And she said that it made her sick. God. She said talking to him like that made her want to physically 
vomit. I'm sure. She said it was awful, but she knew that she had to keep playing this game in hopes that she could get out. Eventually, the man took the phone back and then... By that time, Stephanie knew the game. She was playing along, the operator. She started telling her, yeah, sir, I know you found this lady. You're trying to help her. Why don't you get her some water? She, she probably needs some water. Get get your friend some water. Like like, like I said, she's picked up. Yeah. What's going on? Unlike fucking yeah, the Powell family operator. God, fucking idiot. What was his name? We don't, I don't, I don't know. care. I do. I want to put his fucking ass on blast anyway and luckily through whatever little system 911 operators use she had the address stephanie had his address so she was able to get a name with the address okay so she passed the name along to officers the house was in the name of a man named eric parnell okay the police ran him real quick he had a record of domestic violence harassment and threatening behavior and there was actually a warrant out for his arrest Mm, that's why they didn't want police to come yeah and their records also showed that he had a history of being involved in a three-hour standoff with police oh so that just a history of a three-hour standoff so finally the ambulance arrives and they stop and they just sit there and nobody gets out I'm going to fight. Because the police had warned them this man was involved in it. You know what I mean? Like okay, but he knows that the ambulance are coming. See, and that's the thing. Once they sat there, Eric started to panic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What are they doing? You're hurt. Why aren't they coming to get you? Why are they just sitting there? My friend is hurt. They're just sitting there. She needs help. What are they doing? Oh, my God. The police are coming. The uh-huh. poli- They're waiting for the police, aren't they? No, they're not. But Jennifer, as an EMT, knew that... They were not going to get out of the ambulance without the police there. I'm just going to walk to them. That's what I would say. Yeah, I'm just going to go out there too. So at that moment, Stephanie was panicking because she was like, Jennifer is in more danger now than she's probably been in this whole time. Right. Like it's been a hairy situation this whole time, but now he's freaking out. She's Mm -hmm. in trouble. Mm -hmm. Like this is a pivotal moment. She was afraid that Eric was going to freak out and kill Jennifer, kill Jennifer and then kill himself. Mm -hmm. Jennifer gets back on the phone and she's telling Stephanie, I don't, I don't know how much longer I can make it. Like I'm, I'm starting to yeah, really fucking slip. Yeah. She's dying. And Jennifer said that talking to Stephanie was like her only connection to the outside world. She said it felt like Stephanie was all that she had. So she said talking to her was like, like if she hadn't had Stephanie on the phone, right. you know, then after what seemed like forever, another voice came through the phone. Somehow police had tapped into the line and they asked Jennifer, Hey, can you walk out to the ambulance? Eric grabbed the phone and then Stephanie explained, Hey, Jennifer can't wait any longer. She's got to walk out. I, I don't know what she told him as to the reason why the ambulance wasn't getting out, mm-hmm. but she was just like, Hey, Jennifer's got to walk out. Mm-hmm. Then the phone hangs up and Stephanie was just like panicked because the line just went dead. Shit. At that time, police were actually surrounding Eric's house. Suddenly, police saw movement at the front door. Jennifer walked out with Eric behind her. She thought she saw something moving in the trees, but she wasn't sure because she had lost so much blood. She was like, I'm just Mm -hmm. fucking seeing stuff. But it was police and they quickly swarmed Eric and Jennifer was able to break away. So Eric was arrested right then and there and charged with murder, assault, sexual assault, and kidnapping. And Jennifer said she was just overcome with all these different emotions. She started freaking out. 
and started trying to get the shirt off her arm. She mm-hmm. just was like ripping it off. She was like, get it off of me, get it off of me, get it off of me because it was his shirt. Right. And she's like, I don't fucking want this mm-hmm. on me. And so she's freaking out. But then she's just like, can't believe that she got out. Mm-hmm. Like wow. all these fucking emotions. And she was quickly rushed to the hospital. And all she could think about was Anna. She said she was thinking maybe she was actually okay. Maybe it only hit her a little bit or maybe it just grazed her or like maybe by some miracle she, mm-hmm. she made it. Maybe she lived. But that's when she found out that Anna was dead. Mm. So Eric Parnell was at the police station, still thinking he's the big fucking hero. <laughs> and he denied doing anything. Eric had warrants in Washington for holding... Something said his wife. Something said it was not a wife. It was just like a longtime girlfriend kind of thing. I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But holding a partner hostage. And he was actually... So he had been in jail for that. He was on like work release and managed to escape while he was on work release. So they had the warrant out for him. The night of the murder, assault and kidnapping, Eric had been drinking and doing drugs. Okay. He was on, he was just in this like fucking drunk drug state. He called his ex-wife and was threatening, like I said, again, ex-wife, wife, don't really know, Mm -hmm. but it was a partner, threatening to kill her and her whole family. Then he like loaded up his guns and truck with intent to go do that. But instead he went to a bar. There's some mixed stories of what happened there. Something I read said he got thrown out. Another thing I read said that he was like trying to hit on these girls and they snubbed him and he got butt hurt and was like, fuck you guys and left. But then he went to the gas station and that's where he saw the girls. And again, there, there's some mixed stories. Like one thing said that she drove the same vehicle as his partner. Mm -hmm. And so that like triggered him kind of. Like, he didn't think it was her, but right. she had the same vehicle. So, okay. But another thing said maybe he did try to talk to them, and they were like, oh, fuck you, weirdo. Okay. Which would seem a little more likely. Like, maybe he was like, maybe. hey, ladies, and they just didn't yeah. register it or just didn't say anything. Did Jennifer say that they saw him prior to that? It didn't say in the little okay. show. Right before his trial, Eric Parnell decided to plead guilty in order to avoid the death penalty. He ended up getting convicted and sentenced to two consecutive life sentences, and he still claims to not remember what happened. Really? Was he on fucking acid? I don't know. That's too calculated. Anna's mom actually went to the prison to visit him so she could tell him face to face that she forgave him because she said that prior to doing that, she just struggled with so much hate. She was like, he was connected with Anna. And every time I thought about Anna, I thought about him and I got angry and just felt all this hate. And I didn't want, I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to think about Anna and be happy. She said, so I went to the prison and told him that I forgave him. Mm -hmm. She said, and after that, I've been all right. Wow. She's a bigger lady than... And she's a bigger lady than me, too. Because yeah. what if... Also, what if you go to that prison and you're like, I forgive you, and they're like... For what? Fuck you. Or he was like, for, for what? Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Well, she so, said that he still claimed, you know... Hey, I'm really sorry about your kid, but that wasn't me. Fucker. What kind of, what kind of drugs or alcohol could you possibly be on that would cause you to do such a thing and then all of a sudden be like, oh, shit. Hey, what happened to you? And yeah, Jennifer said it was fucking weird. She said it was like a total, yeah. But But she she was still concerned about the police. Mm -hmm. So it's like, was he putting on? You still knew you had warrants out for your Maybe he was. Maybe that was like his thing. But Jennifer, when he was beating the shit out of his ex-wife, and they'd be like, oh my God. What happened to you? Oh my God, what happened to you? Yeah. Jennifer had to Mm. have, she was in bad shape. Like I said, her arm was hanging on by a tendon. Damn. And she also had a bunch of, um, like wounds from the shotgun shell, mm-hmm. whatever. What is that? 
Like the pellets, I guess, from the shotgun. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's, um, it spreads out. Yeah. yeah, so she had all, like, you know, a bunch of pellet wounds mm-hmm. in her arm basically hanging off. She had she had to have numerous, numerous surgeries. She couldn't go back to work as an EMT. God damn. Like, she didn't have feeling in certain parts of her arm. Like, wow. it really... What did she... Go ahead. She's lucky to be alive at all. Right. Not just from that, but also have, having lost that much blood over that much time. But she said it took her about 10 years to work through the death of her cousin to where she can actually, like, talk about her and think about her and see pictures of her and, like, know that everything's okay and she's at peace. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does she do now? I, I honestly don't know. Hmm. So, like I said, th- this was on an episode of Your Worst Nightmare. She's also got an episode on the show I Survived. I was just about to ask that. And I tried to find it, but I had to. I would have had to get I a free trial shit. of AMC mm, okay. to do it. Was it AMC or A&E? I don't know. Okay. Maybe Annie. And then I think she was on an episode of... I feel like I've heard the story before. What was that? An episode of... Uh, what is it? Evil? Something evil? Mm. Evil Strikes? <laughs> Maybe. Or just evil, like meetings with evil, encountering evil, something face to face with evil. I don't know. It was something like You're that. Just making up. And truth. of course, like I looked at that season, and it had every single episode except for hers. Oh, because I like to try to get stuff, you know, yeah. in pieces. Yeah. yeah, but I was only able to get it from that one source. So, but I, like I said, I just thought it was a very. I couldn't do that. Like the She's like the operator a said, badass. she had like just such a strong will to live. And we've yeah. talked about this before. I wouldn't have that. I would have just fucking died. I would have died. Well, I would, I would say some smart ass shit so that he would kill me. I'd have been dead in the woods. I yeah. wonder if she and Stephanie ever met. I think they did. They, ha- they would have had to. Or, you know? Yeah. Or if he started. To- because honestly, like think about it. It, it. That was her only connection out there. I wonder if she hadn't been involved the way that she was how it would have turned out and they're each they were each kind of like you know stephanie's like jennifer's my hero and jennifer's like stephanie's my hero you right, know? Like, yeah they have a and mutual they kissed, and it was weird <laughs> anyway i feel like oh he would look at me if that were me in the scenario and he'd be like who did that to you like you motherfucker like, <laughs> yeah i wouldn't are you fucking serious i wouldn't be fucking stupid yeah i wouldn't have had the like to play along the minute he, he was like oh my god what happened i'd have been like are you fucking kidding me you, you cocksucker what do you think <laughs> are you just fucking leave kidding me here me? to die <laughs> yeah fuck off just fuck off man go away <laughs> Like, I, literally, I would not yeah. have thought to, like, uh-uh. play no, mind what, games with him. an incredible human being. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry about it. Oh, 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 I don't know. Like, yeah. I just, I would not. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, you're shitting my dick, right? <laughs> you're shitting my dick, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let's <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. think back a few minutes ago. Bruh. <laughs> I don't no, I would have not thought to do that. If I was in pain, like in pain, you just killed my terrified cousin. Raped you. Raped, raped me. You. Yep. I would not have the mm-hmm. get no. together to be like, babe. Mm-hmm. Hey babe. Babe, You're I love you. Babe. babe, I love you, babe. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fuck you, babe. Right. <laughs> And not, hey, she did what she had to do, and that was fucking smart. Yes. And more power, like, mm-mm. Yeah. Incredible. I just, it is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Wow. So, yeah, that's my episode. Well, that was kind of a happy ending. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, uh, I, I like a, I like survivor's a good, guilt. I like a good story about a bad bitch. Yeah. That is, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. For sure. That's, yeah, I would not have been able to. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, oh, I would like God. to think that I would be able to, but I don't. We all would. 
Yeah, but I me just... and this one especially would be just yeah. smart ass. Yes. Oh my god, what happened? No wonder your wife left you. Yeah. <laughs> are, god are you it, kidding? Uh, Give me a fucking shirt, so I can... <laughs> You <laughs> shot me. You shoot me? No. I guess you forgot that you raped me too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, that slip your mind as well, right? Convenient. Well, we're on the phone. Just go, go, just go, just leave, just leave me like, here. On the phone, he's like, "You're bleeding everywhere." It, uh, did you also forget what the, the other stuff that happened in the woods? No, okay. okay. Fucking asshole! Wow, stupid well, like your too. father. Yeah, you're welcome. I got, I brought you a story this time that wasn't like yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that sucks about her cousin though. Yeah, yeah that is sad. Eighteen years old too. Mm-hmm. I would have survivor's guilt. Horribly. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. But. You're sitting there asking, like, what drugs he was on to make him do that. But think about, like, the rage you have to feel to just rip open a random door and just fire a shotgun at a random person. Then you leave and come back. Kill the other person. Like, that's just, that's too much. Yeah, like, it'd been one thing if he shot in the car, drove off, never looked back. Yeah. But he turned around and came Mm -hmm. back and did it again. Plus some. Plus some. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy a drug. You know, he was whatever, high and drunk. No, mm. no. The the, I, the mood shift gets me though. Like, yeah, I don't, it does. Yeah. It is weird. I do agree that the something it, was going on. Yeah, the yeah. girl herself was Better, like, like I mean, "What the fuck?" It threw her off. Yeah, yeah. But wow. you don't just have rage like that, and then it goes away on drugs. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. Well, Jennifer Holiday, you're one of the baddest bitches I've heard of. 100%. Couldn't be me. Mm. There's something going on on Texas highways. Texas in general. I guess maybe because What'd it's so big. Mom was born in Texas. It's Thank just you. so big. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not to you. We do have a lot of Texas stories. And it, like, But I've heard, there's another podcast that I listen to, and it's called... <gasps> what? <laughs> Anyway, it's called Let's Not Me, and you like tell mm-hmm. people like write in about creepy stories that happen to them, and literally there's like a whole chunk of them that happen on Texas highways. Oh wow, it's crazy and scary. I like it. Well, I'm not a fan of Texas, anyways. So. Whoa, sorry. All right, well, we'll end it there before they start fighting. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Lady Underscore Scariness, and send us some story suggestions, or just tell us, hey, whatever. Yeah. Give us some more questions. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.